0: This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really
1: sure if you're supposed to, or you're not supposed to. I don't know. Eh, whatever. You get it.
2: TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line.
3: And we're back with episode 197 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Conley Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley in Dallas. We are going prime time on Spike TV. The first two-hour primetime special, 9 to 11, November 3rd, 2005. And not only do we have an Ultimate X match, not only do we have Team 3D competing against Team Canon in a tag match, but we have... A Bound for Glory 2005 main event rematch. Rhino, who won the title from Jeff Jarrett at Bound for Glory, is defending the title against Jeff Jarrett on this primetime special. Dallas, how are we feeling about a primetime special? We're also just now two weeks away from Genesis.
2: We're friggin' flying, man. I'm really excited about this Primetime Special. As we mentioned on our last episode, this is kind of feeling like a weekly pay-per-view kind of vibe. Like, they're yeah, setting this good. up uh, like a pretty big deal. So I am certainly um, excited about it. Um, they, I mean, they've announced three matches already for us as of last week, which we uh, we have, obviously, Grino Jeff Jarrett. We have the Ultimate x rematch, And then Team 3D against Team Canada. And that alone, I mean, those literally could all be pay per view matches. In fact, one of them just, actually, two of them just were. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it sounds great. So, I'm very excited. Um, I like that Team 3D has been, is, is getting right back into it. We're not like waiting for their next match to be at Genesis because they could have easily just made that a Genesis match. Right. But we're trying to get those eyes on that primetime special. So, it very well could be a match at Genesis. It still could be. You're right. Anything is popsicle.
3: Did you say anything is possible?
0: No, I said popsicle.
2: Popsicle. Okay. Anyway, uh, so, uh yeah, I guess that's that's it. We're here at the primetime special. It's gonna be uh with, without commercials here. I mean, it's two hours, but without commercials we got an hour and 20 minutes we have a few notes we'll talk about here before the show and bob during the show i have just one after another i'm going to be just freaking throwing them at you um and there's a lot of like quick ones one sentences boom 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 so it's going to be a a fun-filled show
3: yeah now just to give some kind of uh, context here for the future uh, impacts where at some point impact does go two hours now we're a little ways away from that, but I'm assuming that this could be a rough idea of how that format would kind of eventually become his as an hour is now we focus, we get most of the big stuff out of the way. in it's a little separate segment when it's a routinely a two hour show. Uh, the note part. Could be more so part of the show.
2: Yeah, I think I like that idea, too. And we were doing that with our weekly pay-per-views. Um, we started to probably about halfway through, if not sooner. And. As long as it's not super long form, then it'll probably start happening during the show once we get into the longer shows. Just because uh, we'll save some time that way, and I just don't want to spend the whole show talking notes and not talking about the matches. So,
3: no, oh, right. Like I was just—I was going to clarify too. Like if there's like a major development or something, obviously we would focus on that uh, before going to the show. But I'm talking about like if it's involving like an individual wrestler, like something going on with
2: AJ Styles and he's yes. on the show, that's yep. probably when that would be brought. You know, whatever. Yeah, and um, that's pretty much how today's is going to go. I got a couple, yeah. Uh, I got one thing that's pretty big, and that's, we're going to talk about that first, well, before the show, not necessarily the yeah, first note, right. but, and uh, then during the show we'll talk, we do have plenty of wrestler-specific notes that we'll talk about, including some other fun things that um, I don't think uh, we've heard any much about yet, so it's going to be fun. Uh, but before we get into that, let's do a quick rundown of what we just saw on last week's episode on the October 29th, 2005 edition of Impact. We saw in the opening contest, Abyss defeat Lance Hoyt in three minutes and 46 seconds. Hoyt just cannot get a win on the monster, you know. Uh, then we saw Christopher Daniels defeat Jarrell Clark in two minutes and 30 seconds. Pretty good match, I thought. And then in, uh, very clearly, the show-stealer match, uh, AJ Styles and Sanjay Dutt defeated Alex Shelley and Roderick Strong, nine minutes, 35 seconds. That match was fantastic. And then in the main event, we saw America's Most Wanted defeat three-life crews BG James and Ron Killings in five minutes, four seconds. And, of course, there was the confrontation with Kip James, and he tried to stop Scott Demore, but then Conan's yelling at him because Conan was trying to get Gal Kim out of there. We also saw a backstage segment with Cassidy, Riley and Raven where Raven gave him a nice backhand after he's talking about this mysterious girl who may have gotten in Raven's head. Who could it be Francine? Is it Beulah? Is it someone else? And if they're just teasing us with nothing.
3: Well, again, so (laughs) I'm going to Rhino said something about five years ago. She got in your head. Don't let it happen now. And I was like, wait a minute. The Beulah thing was like 10 years ago. And I just remembered that there was a brief like storyline with francine raven and like tommy dreamer in like 99 early 2000 in ecw so it very well could be the queen of extreme
2: francine anything is pops- possible See, i almost said popsicle again it's a joke but yeah well you're crushing it with your jokes i know that's a a joke that i'd have to show you the picture and you'll get it anyways um <laughs> so The other thing that we saw was uh, Jarrett running out at the end of Rhino was our new heavyweight champion we saw for the last 15 seconds of the show. It was pretty cool. Um, And that was during the Team 3D segment where they essentially called out Team Canada for this match and are promising that they're going to take down Jarrett and America's Most Wanted as Rhino teams with them in the main event of Genesis. So things are shaping up. Pretty interesting.
3: Yeah, they were were quick to get the key... um... Genesis matches out there, especially like with AJ defending against the winner of Ultimate X, um, the main event for the show, the six man tag, and then also um, Abyss and Sabu with the No DQ. So I feel like that's a big, probably their big three matches. Yeah, I think that's probably
2: pretty safe to say. Yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Um, first off, let's just get this one right out of the way. The October 22nd Impact show shows a 1.5 rating among males 18 to 34 for the second highest rated for any show on cable that entire day in that demo besides ESPN's college football game. So a pretty interesting stat there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just get that one, just get that one way gone. Now, there's a pretty interesting thing that's going on over in the other company, Bob, and that is that on October 30th, In Los Angeles, we even have the city. Well, Christian gave his notice. And now it gets even more interesting than that. Now, apparently, uh, Dave says, you know, there's a lot to this story, which will almost surely end up with him coming to TNA very quickly. So this is a pretty big deal here. Uh, So Christian's contract had expired. And apparently he's friends with Scott D'Amore of TNA dating back to their days is Canadian independent wrestlers. So those close to him believe he is starting with TNA um, intimately, but this is this is believed to be due to still being on the road through Tuesday after making his final decision on Sunday. So he does have a couple shows left. Now, he had not signed a TNA contract at press time, so it's important to know. Because his contract has expired, there is believed to be no non-compete clause in effect. Also. He uh, lives in Florida, about ninety-minute drive from Orlando, where all the TNA events take place at, and the schedule is much easier as far as him leaving, uh, leaving him time to prepare to attempt to get a role, and make it in acting. So he apparently wants to try out acting as well. So the easier schedule will allow him to attempt to do that.
3: Has is it every wrestler that goes to TNA wants to be an actor? I think so. Yeah. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. So. It's this pretty crazy? Uh, he's friends with Scott more. He there's already the rumor. Oh, he's going to TNA. No non compete clause. He could show up at Genesis, Bob, in two weeks. It, he could come that fast. I mean, that's huge.
3: the uh, The fact that the contract is expired.
2: I mean, it's that's huge. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah,
3: there should be a no doubt too. I mean, if it's expired, then there is absolutely zero, you know, like non compete. I mean, it's expired. Right.
2: He can do whatever right. he wants. Um, and the interesting thing um, is that WWE apparently like got ahead of this and said that he quit on their website, but then he literally showed up on Raw the same day, and like fans already were making signs like bring him back, and he was on the show, in the ring, and fans were like bring Christian back, because they were trying to get ahead of it and be like yo he quit.
0: Hmm.
2: So but then he's there. But then he's there because he was finishing up to like two shows or something.
3: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, at this point in, in Christian's career, I remember, uh, what was it, shortly after WrestleMania 21, the Captain Charisma thing was, like, really taking off. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, him and Tom. I think Tomko was still with him. Um, but it was, like, really taking off. And I was convinced or not convinced, I really wanted him to win the world title on SmackDown. When it was like Batista and like JBL, I wanted like mm. Christian to get that shot instead of JBL. And they did JBL because like it's WWE, of course, you're going to just do the regular <laughs> thing at, at that point. Right, right. Um, but I, I do vaguely remember Christian like finishing up and I, I remember like going to the whatever website it was and I I knew he was going to TNA. I didn't know anything about Damore and him being friends, but I was just like it, it it just makes too much sense.
2: Well, I feel like you I mean, Team 3D was a big jump. I mean, regardless of the fact um, that they weren't they weren't doing a lot but like on TV, but the fact that I think that like a big Name team jump to TNA is like a. I mean, it's a fairly big deal. I mean, that's got to be like, and the way they're they're sh- using them on TV already. If if you're a Christian and you you hear about this or you see it or whatever, you got to be like, okay, if they're they're doing them pretty good, like maybe maybe I need to do that.
3: Yeah, I I don't think any of the people that have jumped to TNA have necessarily hurt WWE. No. No. I mean, as you just said, I mean, Team 3D hadn't done anything since like late 4 And now I'm not including the one night stand ECW thing because that was a really yeah, show. Yeah, that's different. The context is different. Um, like Jeff Hardy going. I mean, Jeff Hardy was a lower mid-card act by the time that he left WWE in 2003. And then he hadn't done anything since like a Ring of Honor show in July of 03. Of noteworthy, at least. And when he showed up to TNA. Now, Christian is certainly not a main event guy in WWE. Like, there's no doubt about that. He was in the ICUS title type of range, which is like upper mid card. Um, the thing with WWE is that they're able to replace upper mid card acts with ease. Right. Um, if he were to go to TNA, while it doesn't necessarily hurt, WWE because they still have all their main event guys whatever it is a big get for tna mm-hmm. especially because the christian or captain charisma thing was getting over and christian is a very entertaining individual both in the ring and obviously charismatic promos you can make the argument that when the brand split was a thing and De- uh, first was a thing in be Christian should have been at some point. And by 2005, he was there. If there was ever an example of a glass ceiling and someone get, hitting their head on a glass ceiling, it's Christian in De- Smackdown 2005 or just in 2005 in general for WWE. He's now going to a place where there is really no glass ceiling. The only person you have to take over <laughs> is Jeff Jarrett.
2: Well, that's a pretty big one (laughs) Yeah, but like, it's doable Um, I don't know, can can Jarrett really argue the fact that Christian still might not be a bigger name than he is?
3: If Jeff Jarrett (laughs) can honestly sit there in 2005 and say that Christian is not a bigger name than him Then we have some serious problems
2: That's what I mean, so I'm I'm very curious uh, to see how this all plays out Because... yeah, I mean, I mean Christian Christian jumping is a big deal. If if it absolutely if,
3: is if it happens. If it happens, wink, wink, not dodge. Wink wink. But so like, and then people could sit here and be like, oh, dude, Jeff Jarrett is well known amongst oh, everybody knows. Whatever. No, because let's let's look at this. right? Monday Night Wars, peak Monday Night Wars. Christian may have been a tag team wrestler, but Raw is getting five sixes. In the like a 5.5, right? Whatever, right. you know, high fours. WCW, yeah, Jeff Jarrett's the main event, but we're doing like a 2.6. Mm-hmm. And then you can go even further back to like WCW, yeah, okay, but back then they were doing like mid threes, right? So, and he and, and Jeff Jarrett was a mid card act, so. As we progress along now, Raw is doing like or SmackDown and stuff like that is probably doing mid threes, sometimes a four, maybe here in 2005. Um, But Christian has gradually moved up the ranks. So. I don't think it's any kind of surprise if when, you know, if Christian comes to TNA, that he's instantly a main event. Caliber act, because I think in TNA, he. I think he checks all of the all the marks, all the boxes that you would want a main event guy in 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 TNA.
2: Right. I think that's that's fair to say.
3: So I I um I look forward to potentially having Christian in TNA.
2: Yeah, I am very curious to see how how much more we hear about this, or if it's going to happen as fast as it really could in literally right. two weeks. We'll see. Um, finally, but before we get into today's show, I have a, a note that is a little bit longer, not too bad, but um, and it's a pretty interesting one and not something I really knew happened or was expecting. So uh, Dave says here, what would have been considered a huge story in what will go down as the week of turmoil took place on October 28th when Jerry Jarrett met with Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis at the WWE offices And the company immediately touted it, including posting a photo of Jarrett arriving on its site. So, this is pretty crazy. Okay. So, now, why would they do that? Exactly.
3: So, if I were to go to WB.com in 2005 and I saw a picture of a guy named Jerry Jarrett, shaking hands, whatever, I would be like, who the fuck is Jerry Jarrett and why do I care? Right,
2: right. So... Um, he says that this is clearly an attempt by WWE and Jarrett himself to use the website to deliver a major FU at TNA and create unrest there, which they were successful at doing. Uh, what Jeff did or didn't know was unclear, other than that he claimed to others in the company to be both furious and badly hurt about what his father did. However, almost everyone in the company was blindsided as even those who are close personal friends of Jeff and have worked closely with Jerry were unaware anything until hearing WWE put up that Jerry was meeting with Vince on that site. So to attempt to cause further unrest, the WWE's first post stated that Jerry didn't come alone, clearly trying to insinuate, probably as as much to the public, but more for the people working in TNA, that Jeff came with him. Uh, It wasn't until later in the day that they revealed it was not Jeff. Is insinuated, but it was a big Russian that the WWE website said he came with a monster of a man named Oleg Prudius. Now, I knew it. Yeah, I and if I, you I know. Uh, don't know who that is, it is Vladimir Kozlov.
3: I knew it. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that this was the guy. Yeah.
2: So and they kind of go a little bit more in depth about him. Um, he's a highly regarded amateur background, blah, 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 blah. blah all that kind of stuff um i thought this was hilarious um mostly because in 2023 here it's um for a little behind the peak it's october 15th and oleg here just made his impact debut (laughs) and i was texting bob about it and i was like what am i watching right now uh so i I saw
3: it i saw it on twitter or x whatever i'm gonna call it twitter because that's what it it is and um I saw it and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" There's no way that Kozlov is in impact. And I almost texted Dallas, but I was like, "You know what? If Dallas had seen this, he would have fucking messaged me about it." So and I didn't I want to ruin your night. And then the next day, he goes, "Bob, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's fucking.
2: I knew it. I was like, "Okay." Oh on. man, they kill me, man. Um, that's literally what happened. So it it's, it's kind of weird here. So it goes on to say after a little bit, um. It is, it is known that besides pushing uh, Oleg here, uh, he spoke negatively about TNA to McMahon and Laurinaitis. This is Jerry Jarrett. The belief is that he was looking to negotiate something for himself because nobody seemed to believe that uh, Oleg was anything more than a cover for him, essentially. Um, so... Yeah, it's pretty freaking crazy here. Now, the last uh, little note about this is the general feeling is that Jerry being gone would be no loss. Uh, Among many of the wrestlers, uh, they think that Jeff being gone would be a positive as well. And one noted that the Jarrett's are universally despised in the company and that a big party would be thrown if they left together. But the reality is, forgetting about what his loss as a wrestler would mean, and it would really be minor... Uh, His loss behind the scenes would actually be quite significant and not in a positive way for TNA as he's been a strong part of the current creative situation.
3: Well, I mean, doesn't, um, I mean, Kozlov obviously gets a job there. I don't know if it's from this meeting or anything, but, um, so Jared must've been successful for that. I'm assuming he must've been like an agent or something for him, right? He must've been. Yeah. That's what I'm gathering from it. Uh, I think that if Jeff, I think Jeff Jarrett, if he were to have left Tina, and obviously that's not the case here because he's like, feels betrayed by Jerry. But if he, I don't think I would classify it as a good thing. Because backstage, I think Jeff has good things to do. Right. It's just, I think that when he dips his toes into the creative part, and constantly needing to put himself over, um, that might be a little bit dangerous. Which is maybe what they're referencing, but right. There's other there's other things than just creative that you have to worry about in wrestling.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like this whole like Jerry was like, "Fuck it, I'm going there. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead of and man quick for fun."
3: Yeah, I mean they. Obviously, I had a relationship in the '90s with like Memphis and stuff like that. And Jerry apparently was going to take over WWF when or if uh, Vince had gotten convicted in the steroid trial. Um. So there is a connection there. I'm just surprised that WWE would be like, "Oh, hey, here's Jerry Jarrett on a website," and as if people would be like, "Oh my God, Jerry Jarrett's there!" Right. The casual fans are not going to even care about who that
2: is.
0: Yeah. Pretty
2: interesting. Um, Well, Bob, like I said, uh, that was kind of uh, the last note here before we get into today's show. Um, We will talk about plenty more during the show. I'm going to be hitting you with heavy hitters the entire show. So we will have plenty more to discuss. Um, Yeah, I guess that's kind of it. There was no other uh, dark matches or anything like that besides the one I noted on last week. And I have a note specifically about it. So we'll talk about it during the show. And I think that all the explosions that happen um, technically don't happen until after this. There's one, but I'll mention it once we start.
3: All right, well, let's get into the primetime special here from November 3rd, 2005. It's a two-hour primetime from 9 to 11, the first primetime special in TNA history on a major network, uh, the FS1, or FS, Fox Sports Net 1. Well, not really, we're not really going to count that because... Um, Fox Sports Net wasn't a huge channel. Spike TV, on the other hand, though, compared to Fox Sports Net, pretty big deal. Former, right. ho- former home of Monday Night Raw, after all. So I'm going to count down from three when I say play. That is when the live watch will begin. And we will see if Jeff Jarrett can, in fact, regain the NWA World Cup. Three, two, one, play.
0: It's a night of first here on Spike TV.
2: I think we caught the end of the intro. I don't know why our version was cut, but we are a few seconds ahead here. But
0: Your two-hour adrenaline runch is next, dude.
2: Oh, we're getting a full... History isn't written. I don't think we got the opening yet. I think we saw. So we saw a couple seconds of the this, the end of the this is TNA. Yeah, is T-N-A. Um, it evolves with each momentous event. Um, I think we'll probably get the regular intro here in a, in a minute, but
0: Sean Ken Shamrock.
2: There, you notice that?
3: Yeah. Well, you know
0: when
2: you Progress have a UFC, UFC kind of connection. Progress lies not in enhancing what is. The Hogan thing, showing Sting? You would have thought this was the first show. There's Kevin Nash. They showed Raven's debut. Dude, are we seriously showing this thing?
3: It's like... uh, Showing Savage,
2: dude? But advancing toward what will be. What is happening?
3: Okay, so I think they're showing, like, an old guard and then what will become a new guard type of thing. Oh, because now they're showing styles. Yeah.
0: Innovation. Which I think is, that's smart to do. That's kind of a fun way to do it. Passion.
2: Seeing Samoa Joe now. We saw Ultimate X stuff. Christopher Daniels. Death defying. We're showing that Jeff Hardy clip, but not the full thing. Because you can still probably order the replay. Ah, well, that no, one, they showed it no, all. No, we, we saw it. the whole thing. <laughs> okay, never mind. They showed
0: it
1: all.
0: Sean Monty Brown. Team 3, of course. AMW beating the crap out of them. <laughs> Gore, gore, gore. Showing Rhino that he won the title. Jared's like crying. Here we go. Now, here's the full he intro. Is a this is
2: a pretty exciting show. Um, well, while during the intro, is happening, Bob. Um, let me pull up the first explosion. So, this aired on November 3rd. Uh, There's an explosion episode that took place on November 4th where we saw Christopher Daniels defeat Matt Bentley. And as a fun fact here, I will explain an explosion An explosion. Who are we starting out with? Oh, Jeff Hardy. Um, To explain the taping schedule a little bit here. um, This show that we're watching now was taped after the show we just watched. Some things were a little out of place, such as the Ultimate X was taped first, probably to get the structure out of the way, and then that explosion match was actually taped the day after. So they had another set of tapings on October 26th, where they taped explosion matches as well as our next episode. Right. So that and other I mean, dark that matches, makes, but that makes sense to the placement there. Okay, there we go. Now we're seeing the full the full clip from Bound for Glory again because Jeff Hardy is him out to the ring here so he's probably still hurting i would have to assume because you know this is literally taped the day after two days
0: after or no it is a day after
3: six feet nine inches tall i don't know how i'm feeling about this hat and the glasses here for uh I like the
2: glasses on top of the hat.
3: Look how you they're like on top the, of it. You like that?
1: <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, I think. It's so funny
0: looking. I don't
3: know if I like that.
0: Hey, was that Pat?
3: No, he stopped going to the shows at Slam. I Rooms don't know,
0: me. dude. That looked exactly like him. Their other partner, Sabu. I thought I might have some notes about this guy. Let me check here. Let me see here. So we got Sabu, Jeff Hardy, Lance Hoyt teaming up here. And their opponents here coming out. Ooh, diamonds in the rough.
3: So now they got their big pay-per-view win, so they're
2: probably going to get demolished here. Oh, uh, Sabu suffered a broken toe uh, at the tapings, but isn't expected to miss any action. Um, and it appeared to people watching That it was an ankle injury at first So I don't know if it happens in this match Or if it happens on next week's show But we can keep an eye out for it But he breaks a toe
3: I feel like a broken toe is the least of his injuries ever for, Yeah, I mean, probably You know, one thing I I realized As I was about to do indie Notes Whereas I was looking up indie Notes for several people Is that they don't have any Because they might have not had any because the last episode, oh yeah, was on the twenty ninth, so there's not really a whole like weekend of anything for me to cover. So
2: yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of people who we've already mentioned from our last episode. But Simon Diamond starting out with Lance Hoyt. Side
3: slam here by Hoyt, already signaling that he's going to deliver a big boot. Oh, he because of the young and skipper
0: pulling Simon Diamond out of the way, of course.
3: Here comes Jeffrey Hardy taking on now
2: David Young. With red arms. Yes. If you know a wrestling fan out there who hasn't heard about TNA possibly, get on the phone. Get on the cell phone and call somebody.
3: David Young's body is already covered in uh,
0: pink or red paint. Tonight, whisper in the wind. Taking out David Young, going for the cover.
2: Now, if you notice, there's paint all over the mat already, too. Keep an eye on that, because I bet you we're only going to see that for a little bit more. (laughs) It's going to disappear at some point. Oh, because the order... Because they tape in out of order. Yeah. Oh, I already mentioned Explosion, so I might as well tell you about this. So Spike has an executive con- or sorry, an exclusive contract to TNA for the US, which is why Explosion has apparently been pulled from all US syndication. Now Explosion does still air overseas and on the fight network in Canada though. So it's not gone altogether, but
3: wait, so Spike has an exclusive with Aaron TNA any, stuff. Any other program. okay, any other program. Yep. I don't see why, like, they wouldn't also have Explosion on television. Like who, cares? like, who cares? Maybe they're waiting to see how they do. I don't know. Yeah, but by all accounts, their numbers are pretty solid. Right. I just don't know when, I guess, you would maybe
2: put Explosion on television. Sabu gets the boot up on David Young, goes off Springboard Clothesline.
3: Sabu is all like taped up. Is that from? That had to be from the monsters, monsters ball. ball.
2: yep.
3: Oh, wait, press slamming, oh, diamond up. Oh, what
2: the fuck? A chair's being thrown. Jeff Hardy, clotheslines. Uh, David Young out of the ring. Things are breaking down in this match. Are we uh, just allowing the chair shot there by Sabu, See, or what? Sabu's limping. Uh, There's
0: the. That entry. was.
3: That was also from pay per view, right?
0: The no, the.
3: The
2: foot is from this match, I think. Oh, really? So that yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeff Hardy just got the pin on. Who was it? Is it a Skipper? I don't know. I was lo- I was looking at Sabu. Yep, it was Skipper. It was Skipper.
3: Um. Okay, so it's a broken to- toe. Okay, not a broken. Foot. They thought it
2: was an ankle at first. Oh, fucking!
3: He's got to do probably,
2: a post match with Abyss.
3: I was just gonna say, he's like, oh fuck! I forgot that this big guy's gonna beat me up now.
2: And he gets a black hole slam.
0: And Hardy and Hoyt going after Abyss.
3: Two guys that have had history with Abyss as well. Hardy and Hoyt. All right, well, that, I mean, wasn't really much of anything.
2: No, it was basically nothing at all. Yeah. Still to come. Rhino defends the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Jeff Jarrett and Team Canada against Team 3D. And of course, Ultimate X. Jeff Jarrett backstage here with Shane Douglas. They're claiming this is his final shot. At the title. So we all know what the fucking that means. I God damn it. Do that. Uh, I hate TNA management and they hate and I hate them. They've tried to get rid of me, they try to fire me. They couldn't get the job done because I had the title. What? If I don't get the title back, I'm gone. My back's against the wall. Are we serious, dude? We're seriously doing this? Hmm. I wonder.
3: I wonder what's going to happen.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: I, just, I hate this already, dude. It's
3: such lazy booking to do that. If I don't win, I'm gone. Okay, Jeff. Makes a whole lot of sense.
2: I don't like this at all right now. I, hey, we, ju- we just saw Abyss, and I don't want to hear this Jeff Jarrett thing right now, but um, Abyss apparently had a very large bruise on his leg from where Hardy landed on him in that uh, pay-per-view spot. Um, and Abyss was knocked out and seeing stars for about 10 seconds, even though uh, his leg and not his head, took the brunt of the punishment. So apparently he got kind of fucked up from that swanton.
3: Oh, I'm sure he did, yeah.
2: And here is Monty Brown coming into the
0: interview. What do
2: you have on Larry Zbysko? The alpha male deserves the next title match. Monty Brown, you don't get it. i get the rematch because i had it in my contract how does that work like do you write in your contract if i win the title then i automatically get a title shot i would imagine it's like hey if you beat me i get a i get the first shot to get it back yeah but like when you sign your contract you're already not the champion or is it when you win the title you get a champion's contract
3: no so when you're the
2: champion no rewind you get your contract before you're even a champion no, you have to sign a contract for the match. Oh, that's what they're saying it is?
3: Yeah, so like at oh. every match. So like I thought he made oh, his yeah. like
2: talent contract.
3: No, no, no. It's in the contract of the of the match. Okay. Which tells you that they go through a lot of fucking contracts. If every match has a contract like that. But, or maybe every title. That's probably just every title. Fine. Yeah. The Pounds!
2: Give us but even so uh, even
3: if you sign if you sign the contract as a non champion, it could be like, okay, anytime I win a championship, if I lose a championship, I get the first That's win. silly. Smart. I if it. impact were to call me today and be like, Bob, we want to sign you to an in ring um contract, I'd be like, Okay, cool. Well in my contract, if I were to win any title, if I then lose that title, I get an automatic rematch to regain it. And they'd be like, okay, and then I could be like, yeah, see, it's in my contract.
2: Okay. Oh, Ultimate
1: X.
0: <clears throat>
3: Ultimate X. Oh no, Monty first... Brown's coming
2: out next. Yeah, Monty Brown's not in Ultimate X. Speaking of Monty Brown, uh, they that Morphoplex commercial we talked about a few weeks ago—that was like really bad. Well, yeah. that's been dumped. Uh, they replaced it with a new Monty Brown commercial that was a hundred percent improvement, Dave says. Although that Tracy Brooks, I lost five pounds in six days and I can barely keep my pants on line. Uh, in the Departed commercial should be immortalized as one of the greatest lines in the history of TV commercials.
3: (laughs) Gee, I wonder what it's suggesting when she says that.
2: I don't know. She's a Hall of Famer now. Oh, dude, check this out. (laughs) Hit Monty Brown's opponent, Brian Gamble.
0: (laughs) This guy knows he's
3: fucked. Yeah. I'm going to learn more about Brian Gamble. Okay, well, he retired in 2008. Oh. Trained by Dory Funk.
2: And he just got chucked across the ring by Monty Brown.
3: Yeah, he didn't have a lot of matches. Oh, so he's he's been on Explosions several times.
2: Yeah, we've heard his name before. Yeah.
3: He's actually been on Impact.
2: Oh, Chuck I don't know Jarrett, if I remember he Brian Gamble back oh. on
3: Impact number 18. I remember that actually <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, He just chucked him in the follow slam Here we go. the pounce. Holy shit
2: Well, that might be it, guys. He's taking his time, though. Could we see an upset by Brian Gamble sneaking a win?
3: I feel like he's going to do
2: a different... What is he doing? The alpha bomb? It must be. But they're saying one more time. Is he just going to do it again?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, he better not change his finisher from the pounce to the alpha bomb. Just keep it to the pounce.
2: No, he's just doing it again. Okay, good.
3: I really don't know if I would want Monty Brown just running at me full steam to knock me down. No. They're going to have him do it a third time? No way. Come on.
2: Look at the look. You know he's doing it a third time.
3: This guy's not a world champion. He's
2: not ready too soon. not ready yet. He could have been champion a year and a half ago, but it's too soon.
3: Too soon. Too early.
0: Don West says this guy has no idea who his
3: mama is. That's good.
2: Okay, he's going off all the ropes.
3: <laughs> the yeah. third yeah. one. Don West acting like as if 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 took too much time, that Gamble would like come back. I mean, this guy's cooked.
2: Yeah, that's it for him.
3: Yeah, it's over.
2: Ooh, he's spitting. Uh, uh. Look at those crazy eyes.
3: Yeah. No, this guy's just def- he's just not he just is not ready.
2: Pounce and there's a little hole. Oh, it's a period. Yeah. I get it now. Okay. But it was like it was like the size of my head. We're seeing a rhino video. I don't have a note about rhino. However, we could have just been seeing um, Monty Brown face off against Mikey Bats, but he had to miss the taping because he had a shot at a WWE tryout for the juniors division. Which is a story in itself, uh, but Bats was in California and did not appear before the people, so he likely had a backstage tryout. What is uh, the juniors division? I have no freaking clue. Because the cruiserweight division was still a thing. Maybe they're trying to make it better. We're seeing, oh, there's a commercial, we're, we're back on TV now. Christopher Daniels. I have notes about him, too. I told you, you're going to be hit, get hit all over here today, Bob. First up, there is going to be a Daniels uh, commercial DVD release in February. So is the best of Christopher Daniels coming out in February. Oh, we have a six-man tag match. So it's Daniels, and who do we got here? Alex Shelley. Well, let me give you this note while these guys make their entrance, because this is also about Christopher Daniels to a degree. So there was a, a dark match I mentioned last week. It was the Naturals against Buck Quartermain, or yeah, Buck Quartermain and Lex Levet, I believe. Okay. I think so. Let me double check. Yes. As Samoa Joe is their other partner, by the way. Um, well, so during that match, Chase Stevens suffered a minor fracture of his C5 and C6 vertebrae and a herniated disc between the C4 and C5 when he landed on his head reversing out of a rocker dropper, working a spot with Buck Quartermain during the taping. So, that ain't good. No. Uh, Well, the good news is, though, he won't need surgery, and won't be out long, apparently. Um, At this point, he's not booked on the Genesis pay-per-view, but there's a chance that he'll be added to the show. Uh, The doctor suggested three to six weeks off, but he claimed by Friday that the tingling was gone and that he would be wrestling on the pay-per-view. So TNA decided to pull that match from television. The reason wasn't the bump that led to an injury, but that Stevens couldn't execute uh, his end of the natural disaster, so they just made a cover and ended it. The finish came off looking bad, so they decided to not air it, which is why I told you it was a dark match. Uh And instead, um, it was scheduled on our last episode, but instead they replaced it with the Christopher Daniels squash win over Jarrell Clark. Okay.
3: Next up, we have...
2: Go ahead. Sorry.
3: I was just gonna say that's like a typical wrestler, though, to be like, "Oh, hey, I need three to six day, uh, three to six weeks to recover." But you
2: give me two days, and that tingling's gone. Tingling's gone. Yeah, I don't need to miss six weeks of work. What are you talking about? This is, I feel great. Oh, today's hyping up Austin Aries sanju Judas' tag team partner. Oh, there we go. It's also AJ Styles, <laughs> dude. This match is fucking loaded. Yeah. I... Are we serious right now? <laughs> this could be a great match um it's being noted by the way that austin aries Roderick strong and samoa joe who are by the way the they're calling them the new roh crew are universally praised for not only being great workers but being great guys as well
3: hmm. imagine that oh that's a nice
0: artwork right there i know that's pretty nice cool drawing.
3: Yeah, he just has the only Grand Slam champion. Is that
2: right? Uh, at this time, yeah. It's got to be. If Jerry Lynn would freaking come and win the NWA title, then... Come on, Jerry.
3: TNA's just afraid because they know that Jerry would would win at first try. I know. Although he did have a, he did have an attempt against Ron Killings and Loss, but that doesn't matter because no one remembers that. It's at that point.
2: Eric Shelley starting with Austin Aries, it looks like.
0: Okay, we're backing up into the corner here. Ellie, shelly. Oof. There he is with a seated drop kick. Shelly checking all his teeth. Smart. Irish whip, counter,
2: kick in the gut. Glut goes to scoop uh, Austin Aries up. He slips from behind. Oh, a little miscue right there, I think. I think Aries was supposed to slip right onto the apron there, and he did. Course through splash in.
0: Sanji being tagged in here.
2: pendulum elbow by austin aries and now uh we're gonna see the sprinkler by sanjay it looks like boom 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 so you like that but you don't like bg james doing the i don't like the sprinkler at all to be honest with you no i don't
3: so you don't like it when people show like personality
2: no i don't like when they dance before they do a move Um,
3: so how do you feel about ron killings doing a split before he does the axe kick I
2: don't like, like, why? Well, he does the split as a counter with a, um, to, like, duck a clothesline, though.
3: Yeah, but sometimes he'll kick a guy, he'll do a split, and then come off the ropes and then do the axe kick.
2: No, he does not.
3: Yes, he does. See, I
2: don't mind the sprinkler as much like this. Okay, how do you feel about the
3: spin It's fine. Oh, okay, that's a
2: dance move, though. Yeah, but... You're not dancing into the move. He hits a Yes, you are.
3: He's doing the spinning, rooney So you're telling he me he does, looping, heel, okay. he does a spinner
2: Rooney. He does a spinner Rooney, and he yeah. immediately goes into a move. T- typically, it's yeah. different than dropping a knee or a fucking elbow. It's just I don't like it. It's I fine. Mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't take off half a star for it, but okay, I'm not you. So Samoa Joe, looking at the arc. No, I mean I, no,
3: I get I get your dislike for it. Because, like, in the sense of wrestling, if if you and I were fighting, am I going to... And I'm like... (laughs) And I tried to do a split. (laughs) You ain't getting back up. I wouldn't. I'm pulling my groin.
2: Samoa Joe with a high knee into the corner to Sanjay Dutt. Speaking of Samoa Joe, last week we talked about Nigel McGinnis being a (laughs) rumored opponent for him, and then that was switched and blah, blah, blah. Daniels tags in. He's also wearing the necklace again. I I saw that, the necktie thing, and I hate it. I don't understand why. (sighs) Well, anyways, Nigel McGinnis, he apparently will likely debut on Genesis, but it might be either in a pre-show match or uh, possibly a prelim, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Also, there's been talk about using Andrew Martin, uh, but most of that is being used him as like a one-shot deal at first to see how it goes. So between Christian Test, um, Nigel McGinnis, and believe it or not, Bob, Shannon Moore is uh, scheduled to start here as soon as the heel. We have a lot of new names that are going to be coming yeah, in here to TNA.
3: I feel like they were saying they weren't trying to like bring everybody
2: in, and now they uh, are we've got a lot of names lined up,
3: man. Like, holy shit.
2: Samoa Joe squaring off with AJ Styles now. This should be good. Shannon Moore is... I'm not excited about Shannon Moore. I don't like that you're knocking Shannon Moore like that. I just... I
3: don't... I don't know, man. I liked him in three count, and I liked him when he was like Matt Hardy. But... You don't want to see him as a
0: heel in TNA? By himself? No. I don't think I want to. The reverse chin lock bridge.
2: Oh, tilt to whirl. Oh, the octopus uh, by Dutt on Alex Shelley, who was trying to break it up. And Austin Aries takes out Daniels with a crossbody. And now he's about to put something in on him. Oh, wow. Is that the last chancery? No. What is the last chancery? Now, I can't remember what the last chancery is. I don't know. That's not it though. But okay, I don't know. No, last chancery is isn't the last chancery Um, it's like cattle mutilation, but with the neck. Keely know. grabs the head and then flips over.
3: Yeah, that's, that's
2: nice. the last chancery. three. Aries Irish whips uh, AJ Styles to get a clothesline on Samoa Joe, and then he does a
0: drop kick. There you go. Austin Aries going for a dive. Oh, baseball sl- or sorry, not, not baseball. Suicide dive through the bottom rope. Oh, oh. Joe just kicks him off the apron <laughs> pretty hard.
3: <laughs> right into the railing. I'm a big fan of Aries in two
2: thousand five. He's killing it even in this small run in TNA, man.
3: Yeah. Unfortunately, he's kind of a head case, but. Bottle well, we'll habits the
2: best of us. Yep. Nice combo by Joe. No dance moves, just dropping the knee like you should.
3: That's true. Yeah, he did not do any kind of breakdancing moves. Then he puts in a chin lock. Oh.
0: Snap power slam. What what is he going for here? Is he going for
2: a Exuplex, but he was countered anyways? Oh. Did he just hit Joe? He did. Daniels accidentally hit Joe. Now AJ's in the ring. <laughs> That's he hit him good. pretty good.
3: Yeah, that's not going to be good for Daniel. Uh-oh. Joe's yeah. yelling, screaming at Styles. Forearm by AJ. Coming off the ropes again. Wait, no. Go apron, springboard. Forearm. That mm-hmm. decks, Joe.
2: It just, it just hit him really hard there. German by Styles. on Shelley, Shelly. And then oh. if,
3: sit out like wheelbarrow slam there. One, two, no. Daniels with a save on the cover.
0: Tilt so throw backbreaker. backbreaker. STO takedown slice
3: spread number two by Sanjay Dutt. This is just gonna be a mad dash of offense. Lariat there by Joe to Dutt.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. Crucifix <laughs> was- bomb.
3: Yeah, a crucifix bomb on Joe by Ares. Wow. I don't think I was expecting that. Wow, that
2: was awesome. Dude, crowds losing it. 450? No. No. That actually she pushes shouldn't. him off
3: the rope.
0: Oh,
2: to the floor.
0: Holy shit, Shelly with a dive. Oh,
3: almost at the corner of the railing there. That mm-hmm. could have been bad. Mm-hmm. That was a good sequence of, like...
2: Moves. Yeah, that was pretty good. This is what total nonstop action is all about.
0: We still got Ultimate X Jarrett Rhino. Team 3D, Team Canada.
2: We got the unbreakable trio here. Oh, I he accidentally it. hits his partner again. Shoot. Oh, oh don't carry Daniels is him, so now Joe hit Daniels. Another Communication argument. breakdown. Well, eh, not quite That's a paylight. Third pele,
3: time the Daniels ran into Joe. That, but that was because of a kick by Styles.
2: Oh, Insegurry by Alex Shelley. No
0: way. Nope. Roll up.
2: Styles isn't gonna win like that. He's gotta hit the Styles Clash. Good night. I don't think Shelley's the legal man, is he? One, two. I couldn't tell you who's the legal man, think. dude.
3: I didn't think so. I have no idea. But I don't know if whatever. Andrew
2: Thomas knew either, so
3: they never fucking know. Okay, never. That was good. Yeah, that was a lot that of was fun. good. Now could you imagine like building these six guys up over the course of let's say five years to be your main event ax?
2: That'd be wild. Well, we were going to see a Jarrett package, but it cut out probably for our commercial break there. And we're getting interviewed. Rhino's being interviewed backstage here.
3: Shane Douglas is just telling Rhino um, everything that Rhino has done at Bound for Glory to be the NWA world champion. Right.
0: My question for you is, is there anything left in Rhino's tank? Is there a franchise?
2: I've proven I had the heart of a champion. I've dealt obstacles in politics and scumbags for the last four years, but not here in TNA.
3: Good thing he never goes back to WWE. Oh,
2: man. Oh, Raven. The only reason you had a straight shot is because you didn't have Zabisco and his goons stabbing you in the back. How about that little pep pep talk? Bring back the old Raven. Bring back that. And then he stole his heavyweight title, he says. He says, I took the advice I gave you. You want the old Raven back? Don't go in any alleys. And here we go. Raven's being taken out by security
0: with Zabisco again.
2: Okay. Okay, so Rhino's gonna destroy everything in his path.
3: I'm thinking they might still do the Raven heel, but I the heel turn. I
2: was just about to say that
3: because it feels like maybe Sabisco and them are in on it to get Jared the belt back.
2: Whoa. Okay. Now that's a okay. That's a big uh, thought. And we're seeing the highlight package of AMW beating down on Team 3 to here. So, during that, Jimmy Hart on Wrestling Weekly, uh, he, he noted that TNA never fired him um, because he showed up on Raw Homecoming. He was just basically told that if he was on TV for them, then he wouldn't be managing The Naturals on TV and TNA. He still does work with the company and does promotion at Universal Studios and all the whole nine yards, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I have another interview for you. Uh, because Conan on Wrestling Epicenter was asked about three life crew and he said that they were stale and it was fault the fault of the writers um he also says that bg was probably going to split off and go with kip james and that a young man from roh named homicide was likely to get involved
0: why
3: why 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 do we do these things where we just tell you by the way yeah, we're going to split up. And by it's, the way, homicide coming in. <laughs> well,
2: and it, it's funny because Dave knows um, how he, you know, uh, Conan got heat because of this interview he did because uh, he, he complained did. about creative and how his own angle was stale. So, I mean, it's not like it was, uh, you know, a good thing that he did it.
3: No, but he should. And he should get heat. You don't go on these freaking radio shows and then just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kip and BG are going to be tag partners there soon, and then Homicide is going to come in on my side. All right, see you later. I know. That would honestly, that would drive me nuts. If I was creative and I heard that, I would then purposely change my plans.
0: I'd have to figure something out. I'd change it. Here
3: comes Team Three D. And here I was, I was about to say, oh, their first match, but they had the fucking match against AMW. Second impact on
0: Spike. What's up, what's up, what's up? Do you think we're going to get a a clean finish here or what? What? Are we going to get a clean finish? I think we will for this one. Oh, Team is like, yo, get the camera. We're trying to talk strategy. November the 13th. It's Genesis.
3: I can't believe that we're already at fucking Genesis, Dallas. It honestly feels like two weeks ago we were at fucking turning point oh. 04. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Eric Young starting off with a Brother Devon.
2: I'm excited to keep seeing Eric Young's uh, evolution here in TNA. I know we've been teasing, uh, w- we think that certain moments could be happening, but like him being shoved in a casket. Could he be going crazy? I don't know. He is scared of Devon right now. Okay, Bobby Root got it instead. He's like, okay, I'll just start. Well, and then Don was saying that Eric
3: Young thought he heard voices at the uh, funeral. So the comedic Eric Young, I think, is almost like
0: 100%. Yeah, we're getting there.
3: Devon hammered away on Roode, but Roode gets a headlock sent into the ropes. Shoulder block down goes d Off the ropes by
0: Roode. leap. Misses a closing. Leaping shoulder block by Devon. He's only been doing that for eight years.
3: Team 3D with several right hands. Scoop and a slam by Devon. No dancing as he hits a leg drop. You're following along, by the way. We're at 37 minutes, 57 seconds. And if you're like me, that means that we have 42 minutes and 31 seconds left in the show. Devon getting double teamed. Now, here comes Eric Young. He has new confidence. He's not afraid anymore because Devon's hurting. And he, the voices in his head told him that it's okay.
0: Oh, look at that little uppercut corkscrew move.
2: Devon is on fire right now. Tags in Brother Ray, it's who is still, not as jacked as no, Devon. No, he is not. He's definitely not. Um,
3: It's still pretty weird to see Eric Young in trunks.
2: Yeah, it, it is. Because he does I mean, nowadays he wears them all the time, but.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying like this era.
2: Oh, this yeah. Is... Yeah, the Team Canada, Eric.
0: Yeah. Oh, the referee just got shoved between them. Eric Young's doing some chops. Do the fans know we can't have tables in regular matches all the time? Come on, guys. Yeah, but that's Team 3D's gimmick, man.
3: And they can't technically say it, right? Team 3D? Mm,
2: I don't think they can. Like, brother, They'll probably start this, doing it? the thing that Kip James does where he like, says part of it and then the crowd finishes it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, He'll
3: probably smack you know Devin on the chest and say, look at the crowd, two, one, two, three, and then they say that it. Actually, yeah. that's, that's the way you get around it. Bobby Roode, shout out to the floor here. It would just suck, though, if they um, happened to work in front of a crowd that didn't know their catchphrase.
2: Was ah Oh, no. Bobby Roode <laughs> pushes him off the top rope. Screw you, Bobby Roode, yells oh. to Brother
0: Ray. Little heel kick. Oh, we're going to commercial, but we'll be back. <laughs> I thought we were going to see an ultimate fire commercial.
3: Vertical suplex by Rude. onto to Then he dex Ray off of the apron.
0: Let's go Devon. Let's go, Diva.
2: Uh Bob, there's two more people that TNA are considering bringing in here. Uh, are they you guys? No. Okay. Um, there's been consideration given to Aaron. Uh, oh, God. See, I thought I knew how to say his name. Let me I guess. Aaron Aguilera. Yes. Yeah, that's
3: Jesus, for people who don't know. From oh, DWAs, see, I didn't know that. Okay. He was Carlito's bodyguard that stabbed
2: John Cena. Thank you. You That's such a good save. Thank you. Um, And of course, he would no doubt be a part of Conan's group if he gets brought in. Oh, yeah. But right now, the odds aren't so good, apparently. (laughs) Um, Also, Sean Waltman has been backstage at every show (laughs) early and clear headed. He's definitely earned points back and they're a lot more open to use him. But there's no definite date or ideas at this point.
3: Okay, I would 100 percent still use Sean Waltman.
2: I think you might as well at least try. I got one more or two, but I'm going to save it for the Ultimate X match.
0: The way you're smirking has me concerned. But why are you still smirking like that? Oh, God. Because I can't wait to talk about it. Got a headlock in. Devon, breaking
2: up. Ultimate X is next. Mm. After we get the intro, Bob might need to hold the fort down because this coffee is running through me like Devon breaking out of that Bobby Roode headlock. Wow! Well, yeah, I,
3: I can do that. I'm you would good. think this
2: was a pay per view because I can't hold it—not <laughs> <laughs> for forty more
3: minutes. <laughs> I'm sure you could if you had to.
2: No, I keep thinking about it. It's not going. <laughs> Uh, Brother Ray is trying to get in, but Team Canada is beaten down on Devon. Of course, the referee is like, duh, get out. Dude, you can't stay here. How do we feel about Jeff Hardy being featured heavily on the poster of Genesis, by the way? I mean, he is yeah. the, he's the only face. It's kind of interesting.
3: Yeah, it's, that's a weird choice because that would make me think that he's going to have a big role in the show i mean i feel like that's how it usually is right
2: and it's not his first um what's the other one was it or maybe i'm thinking of a future one that might be my bad i might be thinking of a future one still right. there's another cover and it like still like why is it always jeff hardy well you know and i'm sure middle rope knee drop here by rude and now eric again
3: with a top rope elbow drop that looked pretty fucking good
2: yeah his elbow drops top notch
3: I'm wondering... Now, I know we've seen DVD covers not being the same as the pay-per-view poster, but I'm wondering if they're also considering this for, like, oh, oh. We want to
2: get DVD sales. People are going to see Jeff Hardy's face, being like, oh, who's that? Or why is you're, he there? You're 100% right. 100. So that's probably what that is. I'm almost curious... I mean, they probably already had it done before Team 3D signed, but it oh, makes yeah. you wonder. Maybe do a little switcheroo.
3: Well, I know, like, Bischoff was saying
2: and I guess maybe the, the era is different. I, it might be, but yes. His was like, what, a year ahead of time or something?
3: No, so like the po- like the poster artwork was like th- at least three months before.
2: So That's you, probably you had still an fairly
1: accurate.
3: Yeah.
2: Double close on by D, uh, D-Von here.
3: The, so you know. the year thing, I think, is um, booking venues. Oh, it's like, yeah. It's like Nitro, so when... Nitro was getting, like, really hot, but they were still doing, like, mid-level arenas. It's because they booked it, like, eight to eight months mm-hmm. to a year ahead. And they didn't know that their growth was going to be nuts like that. And then in the same retrospect, when they started dipping real bad, and, like, they still had the Georgia Dome show in, like, July 99, but they were dipping bad. And, like, you're
2: not going to get 40,000 people. In there, and then they got, like, 22. Jeez. So. Brother Ray laying in some chops on... Bobby Roode whips him into Eric Young in the corner. And here, I'm sure we're getting a splash. I don't know. A kind of a spear in the corner. But.
3: I'm surprised the announcers weren't like, oh, shout out to Rhino. <laughs> go in the corner. ECW buddies.
0: Yeah. The Canadians are
3: still alive. Oh, no, I thought Eric was going to go for a pile drive or something, but no. Clothesline missed. breaker by Brother Ray. Uh, Rudis elbow dropped his own partner.
0: Samoan drop.
2: Showtime coming off the rope. Kicks him the gut. Nope. Powerbomb. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Goes for the cover. And Rude broke it up, but it looked like the referee still counted three, technically. But that's okay. That's okay. He didn't count it. it. And the only way it counts is if he uh, rings the bell. Right. Eric Young got tossed out by Brother Ray, so I have a feeling we're about to finish this one up here.
3: Now, I love when they do this back suplex neckbreaker combo and people scream out 3-D, but that's not the 3-D. And it happens every
2: single match. To be fair, I don't know if I would do a double team move that is that similar to our f- our finishing double team move.
3: I mean, I understand that, but.
2: I know. It's really I mean, not easy, though. It's not.
3: Now they're calling for it. Now they're signaling for it, yeah. A1, I think, maybe might, might have missed a cue there because he got on the apron a little early, but now he's there with the hockey stick. Oh, Brother Ray ducked. What's happening? I- oh, I think he was on the truly Oh Street Life Crew. G James yanked him off. What the hell are they doing? Now here we go. Here we go. Um,
2: Eric Young, 3D. Um, Poor Eric Young, always being the fall guy. Because he takes great bumps. He does, he does. Team 3D gets the win.
3: Okay, so if I had to guess, that means Genesis is going to be another three-life crew of Team Canada match. Can't wait.
2: They already said that last week. At Genesis? Yeah, they said, remember, that's where Kip James wants to be the special ref. I didn't know that was official. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was official. The match was official. Wow. The Kip James part, I think, was up in the air a little bit. But. Oh, I didn't
3: know. Okay. I didn't realize like, it was an official thing. I thought Kip was like, oh, I want to be that and show you guys my
2: worth again for the fifth time. Well, the thing is, they spitfire these matches so fast at us. Yeah,
3: like, well, when you got three weeks, I mean... I know,
2: I know. Looks like all of the X is up next, and um, I, I think I said it already, but just in case... Whoa, whoa, why is everything on fire? What the heck? What was the point of that? I don't know. Um, But if I didn't say it already, they actually kicked off the taping with this match. So this is the match that people are seeing first if you came to this taping.
3: Okay. So if I had... Okay. The crowd might go nuts for this. It's the first thing they're seeing.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it started off with this. Then it was that Abyss Lance White match we saw last week. Then it was the Naturals uh, match where they got injured. Right. Then it was the entire last week's show. And then the rest of this show. Okay. Do you
3: think... The red X is up there. Yes, I do. You you don't think they made any type of adjustment and changed it to like a contract or something? No, I think
2: it's gonna be the X. Okay. I think they figured out we however we hung it up was stupid last time. Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's there. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: they're saying this is number six. That that he's been in. He's been in. Oh, so the note I said last week about it being seven. So this was six. Seven is counting the. Because he was during bound for glory, though.
3: Yeah, but Sabin has not been in one. Because there was one where it was AJ, Michael Shane and Kazarian. And then they became co-champions because. They no, were both but my note last
2: week was like. I don't know. Whatever. They just said it on the company. Right. I mean, so, yeah, there's been at least maybe even two that Saban hasn't been in. Right. Right. But they said that he was in seven, counting the one in IWA Puerto Rico. Look
0: at oh. Bentley bounce going on. Yeah.
2: Well, speaking of um, Michael, or sorry, Matt Bentley and Tracy, Frankie Kazarian may not be in as quickly as originally planned, so Kazarian might be coming back. Now the idea was to reunite Kazarian and Michael Shane as a strong heel team, but with Bentley, um, apparently now as a babyface, uh, there is no role for him to walk into. I don't know if I'd consider him a babyface, but I,
3: I was just gonna say I don't maybe think with the fans
2: are... like the their way the fans are the reacting. Bentley bounce, maybe yeah. I don't know. Okay, Bob, that's weird. You hold down the fort. I'll be back. All right.
3: Bentley hammering away here on Chris Saban in the uh, early goings. Kazarian come back would be pretty funny, considering he wanted to go WWE and be a star, and he apparently didn't want he couldn't cut his hair. Williams with a drop kick to uh, I believe that was Bentley, and then clotheslining Saban to the floor. We'll see if I got that reversed. No, yeah, it was Bentley. He closed line and dropkick Saban. Saban stopping Williams on top turnbuckle as Williams attempted to climb up the structure. And I was choking Williams on the metal bar. Bentley with a jab to the midsection on Saban a few times. All three men in the same corner, but Williams sitting down. Bentley with a superplex on Saban. I thought he was about to kip up like he was Shawn Michaels' cousin, but that did not happen. The fans are chanting for Saban and Petey. No one is chanting for Bentley. Oh, Petey's going after Tracy on the floor now. Looking to flirt with her. And now Scott DeMoore's got her trapped on the other side. So she's going to climb the structure. So Petey's got her by the right ankle. And Bentley makes the save with a running strike. And then safely brings Tracy back to the floor. We haven't, there's yet to be any kind of big move off of the Ultimate X structure. But now Saban is trying to climb up here. Hammering away on Bentley, but Bentley responds with some right hands too clubbing blows as Dallas has returned Dallas. You have not missed any major moves. Tracy. That is,
2: that's why I did went right in the beginning.
3: <laughs> yeah. Tracy. Uh, oh, Swing a neck breaker off of the top rope by Bentley uh, to Saban. Uh, Tracy climbed the structure a little bit to get away from a flirtatious Ooh. Petey Williams. Uh, oh, and again.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably discuss this more next week, but one of the reasons they're doing this rematch is not only because of the thing falling all the time, but also because they didn't do any of their big spots. Right. And the decision was made apparently like right after to do a rematch.
3: Yeah. I mean, if you're not, if you don't get any of your big spots and you might as well just do the whole match over. But I will say if I was a guy that paid for the pay-per-view and then the better version is on a free primetime special, I'm probably a little.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, saving
3: crotching Petey in the corner. Tree of woe.
0: Oh, he's no. He's going to step
3: on Petey's nuts, isn't he? Oh, no. Oh, no, he's not. I thought for sure he was. Oh. Oh, and he does a running dropkick to the face. I probably, You know what? I'd probably rather have you step on my balls than do that to my face.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> we know what Bob's going to do. Okay. Oh, another one.
3: You're telling me you would rather take a sliding baseball slide dropkick to the fucking face and have somebody stand on your nuts for 10 seconds mm. I don't know oh uh, let's see. he's doing fucking both anyway or he's trying to Pete's blocking it though oh okay
2: yeah you're gonna do both you're screwed
3: yeah I mean headbutt by Saban forearm oh
2: Suicide
0: big dive dive by Saban Petey's about to
2: climb. He's going to get on the cables.
3: Oh, drop Saban's arm over the top rope. Slingshot Huracurana. No, he messed that sucker up, but he still took him over. He got almost all of it. We're going to commercial. Can can hear that
0: music playing. And we're back. Now he's going up to the cables. Is he gonna tear down the axe?
2: Well, they're trying to pull him from below. Oh my God! A drop oh. kick from the top rope by Saban, knocking Williams off the cables. The axe is still up there.
3: I thought he was gonna do like the somersault uh, drop that um, Styles Ow.
1: did.
0: This is the X Division at its best.
3: Bentley again, dropping Saban's arm over the top rope. Bentley climbing up. Can he get to the ropes? Can he reach the giant red X? Here he goes. Oh, you can oh. tell it's like way sturdier up there. There's like a metal <gasps> chain of it. He grabbed it and it uh, popped, though. Look it. Oh, it's dangling off again. He grabbed
0: it. Please don't fall or chaining.
3: See, now Thanks. when he's when he goes for the power bomb, he should have just let go. Yeah,
2: he shouldn't have been continue
3: grabbing. hold on to
2: it. Sabin off the top. Holy shit, what a German suplex from the top rope, flipping PD all the way over.
0: We got to take another lap. Wow. Wow, that's always dangerous looking. Come on, guys, get up. Okay, Matt Bentley going up. He's definitely pulled down the other side now. Sabin's
2: like, I gotta stop him before he fucks us up. Well, he caught himself up on the rope, so now he can't get grabbed. Oh, look at this. So the power the powerbomb Petey Williams and Matt Bentley just kicked him. Oh, my God, he flipped him into a hurricane round. What oh, the wow. hell? So he kicked Petey Williams, who then flipped Saban into a hurricane round, and then he fell from the cables.
0: Wow. That was nice. It's ultimate X. Great overhead
3: shot. Everyone is down. Yeah. Bentley's firing up. He's Shawn Michaels. Chopping away, hammering away on PD. Total World. Oh. Side Canadian leg sweep by Petey.
0: Uh-oh. The Canadian Destroyer potentially on Bentley? Let's see. Nope. Are we
2: Oh, Bentley, Boy. chest first into the turnbuckle. Holy super. shit. What a super kick. The head-on collision. That's what so, the super kick is called? That's what he calls it.
3: I've never heard him say that before.
2: Me either.
0: Cradle shock, right? Normally, he gets the pin out of that, and now he's got to go climb the cables. That's not a scaffold, it's a piece. Is that of considered one? Oh. a
3: scaffold? Oh, yeah, I oh, think oh, it's his arm considered is a, a piece of one. Oh, his it's, arms hurt, yeah. Well, he's doing a good job selling it <clears throat> because remember, his arm was dropped down
2: over the ropes like two or three times. Oh, it's a drop oh, that's into an cool. atomic drop by Petey. Uh oh. Canadian destroyer. Oh, that should, uh, see it might be out of the match
3: now. Okay, Bentley's
0: climbing the top rope, I saw. Uh-oh, Demore is getting in the ring now. Oh, my God, oh. Tracy took out Demore. Catfight. It's a catfight with Demore. Mentally still up on the top of the cable. Oh, wait, here comes Petey. are <sighs> trading kicks. We're both getting closer to the X, too. Oh, a low oh, blow at the top. Petey the with table. a low blow. And Petey? He gets it. He unlatched it. So Petey still won. Wow. That was fun.
3: Yeah, that's was fun. I would have changed it, but that's just me. I would have I had Saber win. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm... I'm almost certain that there has not been a Savin styles singles pay-per-view match. On pay-per-view, I don't think so, but... Yeah, on pay-per-view, I'm referencing. Which is a bummer.
0: That low blow knocked Bentley off.
3: What can you say, man? PD is just a smart man. Right. He knows how to win.
2: The Morphoplex moment of the night... The Canadian destroyer.
0: That was fun. So it's official. AJ Styles, PD Williams, Genesis. Wait, something's going on in the back. Oh. Who is this? Team Canada is beating up. Three Life Crew.
2: Uh,
3: Surprise. Shocking.
2: Oh, breaking the hockey stick over BG. Okay. Oh, next is the heavyweight title match. Wow. I got some more notes for you, Bob. Uh, First up, TNA's video game deal, which was dependent upon getting a national outlet. It's going to be with Midway Games. So it is happening. We are getting a video game. Yeah, well, it only takes, uh, what, three years? Well, you know, you can't have it all. <laughs> Tale of the tape here.
1: I
0: kind of, I like this graphic. Yeah, that is cool.
2: And I think I just have two final notes for you. So let me just knock them out here while this uh, entrances are happening. Uh, Kevin K., which is one of the major bigwigs at Spike, was at the October 25th taping. And another Spike exec, Scott Fishman, was at the uh, pay-per-view Bound for Glory which is a pretty big deal. And finally, there are no plans on the books right now to bring back Tito Ortiz. So the original idea was to use Ortiz and possibly Shamrock to keep the UFC fans on Saturday night. But Impact is outdrawing Ultimate Fighter reruns, so that is no longer as big of a priority.
3: Uh, well, there's no, there may be no plans, but
2: eight years. I just saw him post it again, dude. August they did? First. Yeah, dude, they posted again. <laughs> And someone, someone I follow, like why? quote, quote tweeted it was like, "Is there anyone who subscribed from seeing this clip? Because they like plugged Impact Plus."
3: Has anybody
2: subscribed from seeing that clip? Yeah, or something like that. Like, yeah. But why like, would they? Why would they air it again? I don't understand. You know, I don't know because normally they only post things that happen on other shows. Right. Yeah. Let me look again. See if I can find it. Oh yeah, look. The August one warning was revealed on the August first, twenty thirteen episode of Impact. Subscribe now to Impact Plus to watch every episode. Oh, that's why, because they just put all the August episodes up oh. from two thousand thirteen. That's why I did just see a post. So then, um, let me find the the page that I saw. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, at Talking Impact on Twitter. Uh, they said what sick individual subscribed after seeing this. <laughs> Agreed. Rhino versus Jeff Jarrett, man. Here we go.
3: I'm assuming did they show Tito coming out
2: and everything? Oh yeah. In,
3: yeah. In the clip? I if I was them, I would have shown like the clip, but not who comes out and be like, subscribe to find
2: out who can uh, yeah, so would I. Ten years I mean, ago. that's sort of how we, we post on our Twitter page. It's like,
3: what's yeah. going to happen
2: next? Right. Yeah. Who's gonna Usually the next day I post who, who it is. Right. <laughs> Which if you're not subscribed to us and following over on Twitter, you can follow us at cross the line TNA also on Instagram at TNA cross the line pod on Facebook. And, uh, you know, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, leave us a review. That'd be awesome and super helpful as well.
0: Yeah, do it Please, I beg of you If you
2: don't, Bob will weep
3: I will Just like when I match, I try to match it on Hinge That Daz knows And then I get the old Nah
1: Look at the
0: crowd going nuts for Rhinos
2: The Man Beast, Rhino His first official defense, really, his first appearance since winning it, because 15 (laughs) seconds at the end of The Last Impact wasn't really much.
3: Yeah. I have a feeling this is going to go more than five minutes. Maybe not. We just got another commercial here. Oh, now we're back.
2: We're an hour, six minutes, and 49 seconds into the show. So we have about 13 minutes and 40 seconds remaining. That's a long Jeff Jarrett match. It, It is. And there is no stipulation to this, so... Well, get your bingo cards out, guys, because he's going to get in the crowd. We're going to have a double down, and we will see a sleeper hold. Oh, absolutely. It'll, yeah,
3: battling. The I crowd. don't
2: know about blood. I don't know if we'll see the blood.
3: We might. Um, we. Uh, what was I? I was going to say something. I totally fucking forgot. I can't
0: remember. I'm sure I'll think of it. Dropkick by Jarrett. Hey, I. Mean, I Great. Woo!
3: Choke on that. Slap nuts. Slappy. Slappy, slapper. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, there is actually a stipulation to this match. It's that if Jarrett doesn't oh, win, yeah. he doesn't
2: get a title shot again. Apparently. Apparently. As he said in a backstage interview. Although, as we saw earlier, Rhino was confronted by Raven. Will Raven get involved in this?
3: Well, he got escorted out by security, but that could be just a way to make us forget
2: that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey,
3: Raven ain't coming out.
2: I ain't forgetting about that.
3: Rhino hammering away on Jarrett. Toxic clothesline. Press slam.
0: And, and he drops down
3: him. goes Jared It is kind of funny to see a guy like Rhino Who is pretty short in stature Doing a press slam
0: Yeah
3: Jared avoiding the gore By simply just going to the floor And that means we could potentially get Some brawling in the crowd folks That's
2: right you knew it was coming uh, Oh Boom here we there go There we go <laughs> Jarrett tossed into the crowd.
3: Into the crowd. Unbelievable. It's amazing, man. Almost every
0: time. Yeah, that's right. Mark it on your bingo card. Jarrett just loves the brawl in the crowd. Oh! Oh.
2: Oh, my God. A fan is holding a steel chair and he put Jared's head into it and he tried again and Rhino pushed it away. So, yeah, I
3: don't know. if Rhino was meaning to do the chair, though. I think. I don't think that was the intent. Oops.
0: Choking Jared over the railing. His throat, his windpipe was across the steel guardrail. Oh, my God. Right on the table.
3: Break it. Break it and get Chipotle for life.
0: It's all mine. Shoving the title on Jared's face. Oh, Rhino's going under the ring.
3: What's he going to get? Ladder. Table?
0: A table?
2: But Jared's That's... on a table. Just use that table. No, we can't. I think it's stuck or something because it's taking some time.
3: It is. And Jared, I think, is grabbing that title belt. Oh, shit. Watch out, Rhino. Pay attention.
2: Does he have it? Why do we have the unbreakable sign on the front of the table still? Don't worry about
3: it. Jared, I thought Jared was going to use the title. He did not. He just. Oh, I'm impressed.
2: Oh, oh, oh my God. Look at him clobbering, Rhino.
0: Oh,
3: elbow to the face. He's not going to do a middle roll pile driver on Jared. The Could rhino I mean, driver to Jared off the middle roll? He ain't rope? doing it. No fucking way. No. No.
0: I don't know, dude. No. Wait, Gail Kim? Gail Kim? Oh, there she is. There she is.
3: Be it hot as usual.
0: Oh, Rhino oh. got pushed off the top.
3: Rhino's dead now. Gail is just a beautiful woman. It'd be a shame if she ever got divorced from Robert Irvin. Right. It'd be a shame.
0: What a shame. Drops Rhino on the guardrail. Ain't I agree. How could you miss it? Challenger rolled
3: in. Uh, here we go. Is he going to splash him? Here we go. This is Dale's favorite move. Yeah. No, no. I don't like that middle rope thing. One. Ooh. Sliding down like he's boss man. Right hand in the face. And Jarrett can steal that move because boss man at this point is dead.
1: So
0: it's okay. You can do it. Irish whip into the corner.
2: I can't believe what Jarrett's up to right now. Oh my god, he whipped Rhino into another one. And now he's got a a bear hug. I thought he was going to do a suplex. The Northern Lights suplex? Yeah, but
3: then I remembered it's Jeff Jarrett, and he's not about to do that. Why does it look like such an awkward bear hug?
2: Because it looks like Rhino has more of a leverage on him than...
3: he does. I don't understand. That was weird.
2: Oh,
3: my God. Yes. One, two. No. Is he going to pass out? Is this it? Is his arm going to drop three times? Is that what you're asking? I think he is. <laughs> you That's how he's going to lose the world title. His
2: arm's going to fall three times.
0: Oh, was that kind of a TKO? Might have
3: been. Rhino is spent. I think I'm putting Gale Kim as my wrestler of the year. Oh my God. I'm going to do it. I'm
0: doing it. She's earned it. November
3: 12th, the next Saturday is the next impact. The day before a Genesis. Insane.
0: Close. Rhino with a flurry of offense here.
3: Oh my goodness! Shoulder block into the gut. And but they won't call it a gore. Nope, shoulder block. Uh, That's what it was. Oh, he's
2: working. Oh. The figure oh, four, Lord. he exposed the knee so the knee um
0: pad isn't bracing it anymore.
2: So many victories in his career with the figure four. Um I can't even think of one, but there mm-hmm. has been just so many. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> can you think of one? I, no, I'm I can. sure I'm he, sure there's some, but doesn't he just win with a stroke? Oh, Gail Kim on the top rope. Oh. oh. <laughs> she
3: went for a leg drop to Rhino and he moved. You know, I this is such a nerd thing, but I'm pretty sure Jarrett beat Malenko with the figure four to win the U.S. title on Nitro. So there's one Jesus time. Jesus Christ. One time that I'm aware of.
2: Is he going to give Gail Kim the Rhino driver? Oh, fucking no. better. I would. Oh, my God. There's a table no, out there. No, he's not doing that. Yeah, here we go. Um, oh, I thought it was going to be a oh. low. It was just a roll up. Nope. Oh, I,
3: almost cheated. I almost got the cheap win there. Oh, great.
2: Yo, oh, Ref caught him. He put his feet on the ropes.
3: Rudy Charles doing his job for once. Jared's
2: pissed. Oh,
3: you got to count the three when I'm cheating. You know that. Spine Oops. Buster.
2: Kind of a lame one, but yeah.
3: yeah it's no David
2: Young. Not his best.
3: <laughs> what a, I hate that kick out.
2: When he sticks his arm straight Oh up. my god. It's just like no effort. What are we doing?
3: Oh. Oh. Belly Another to belly, belly. suplex. Shane Douglas probably smirking backstage after that. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> his ass just got franchised.
2: <laughs> Cut the fucking music. <laughs> We're about to hit the gore, it looks like, at least. The slowest turnaround ever. Oh my God, he moved and he hit in the turnbuckle. Randall counters? Oh, fuck. There
3: uh, is a of course, it's
2: a rough bump.
3: I mean, why wouldn't
2: there be? Derek got the guitar. Oh, boy. Oh, he ducks it. Gore. Oh, he
0: gore. him. Referee's down. Jesus,
1: Rudy. What a freaking pansy.
0: rhino has got the guitar.
2: Crowd wants him to do it so bad. But we know what that means. It's, oh, who's coming out? AMW? Yeah, yeah
3: it's AMW. I think it's Harrison and Storm.
0: Oh, my god, a low blow. Fucking nut shot. No way.
2: Um <laughs> They're about to do the death sentence to the table on the outside.
0: Holy oh my. shit! Yeah. That
2: was awesome.
0: Wow, that was so cool. Wow,
3: that's a big bomb.
0: Yeah, it is. That was nuts. And, and
3: Rhino is out of it. Stroke, and of He's course, reach right himself. in the middle of the ring. One,
2: well. Jeff Jarrett is your new NWA heavyweight champion again. Biggest star on the company, man. Prime does, time special. Does this make Rhino the shortest uh, NWA champion in TNA's history so far? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's less than a week.
3: Right? Well, it's just over, technically. Right? Oh, just over a week. I mean... T V In terms of air date, air but time, in terms yes. of like real time, oh no three way! Fucking murdered again,
2: and they're handcuffed, so you know who did it.
3: AMW. Yep.
0: The broken glass, there's the beer bottle glass. Oh, okay.
3: Okay, that, well that's not a bad touch. Uh, so in terms of air date, no. But in terms of like real time, yeah, because it's like two day.
2: Well, yeah, but that's not how they count it. Um, so, well, who is shorter though?
3: Well, didn't Ron Killing's have it for a week in the weekly era?
2: I'm about to look it up. We need we need to know. Uh, well, they it went off the air. Um, so, as I'm looking those up, Bob, what did you think about that uh, primetime special show? We just I enjoyed saw? that. That was a quick. I
3: felt like that did not drag.
2: Yeah, I mean, if that's like a peek into our uh, future, it's looking good. Yeah, that was not
3: bad, and I really liked that AMW took out Team 3D. They sure they've had the t- with the one TV match already, but and then at Genesis now it's a six man tag, so we're still not getting a tag title match with Team 3D in AMW. So they're really milking this in terms of an uh, actual like, title blow off. Right, so I'm I'm enjoying the build um, between
2: AMW and Team 3D. Okay, so I am double checking here. I have to scroll up because I don't know what these columns are. So I'm just going to confirm. It does look like Rhino's is shortest. But the problem is that they're also counting. They're counting it as literally two days. Okay, so rain is that column. And this I'm talking strictly our TNA time, just so everyone is aware. Right. Um, hold on, I gotta go back. Nope, it's not well, the first period.
3: champion was Shamrock, and he had it for like eight weeks. And then it was Ron, who had it till November. He, he had it, it. forever.
2: Yeah, and then okay, so Ron Killings at one point had it for fourteen days. So I think that might be the one you're thinking of. That's the one. I, that's gotta be the one I'm thinking of. There is technically, I mean, we don't count this because we didn't see it. But technically, Ray Gonzalez pinned Jared. No, we're not counting that. In Puerto Rico, and he had it for less than a day.
1: Yeah, Because Jared
2: went a Um <laughs> But according to this, I mean, even if you don't count it as two days, because I don't, I think that we have to count this as, like, the week and a couple days, because that's what it aired as. Um, Rhino right. is so far the shortest champion.
3: Because he won it on the 23rd? Correct. So So 10... So the thirtieth would be a week and then, yeah, so he he'd be the shortest by the just a few days, days.
0: really. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, so he is. Um, and this also, just for fun, Mark Jarrett's fifth reign is the NWA champion. Technically. Yeah. If wow. you don't count the Rain Gazales thing, it's I think it's technically the fourth or the um fourth, but
3: Yeah, well, I
2: mean, they're... Oh, no, that one doesn't... They're not counting that one, so this is the fifth reign. Okay, so fifth reign, okay.
3: That's crazy that we have gone through five Jeff Jarrett title reigns. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, man. That's insane. Yeah. But needless to say, I agree 197 episodes, and we've gone through five title reigns. Of just Jeff Jarrett. Of just Jeff Jarrett, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. We'll get like a couple of months where it's like, oh, hey, AJ's champion or whatever, but it's been predominantly Jeff Jarrett.
2: Yes, correct. Well, I do agree with Bob. I thought it was a good episode, um, once again, which was fantastic. So, I'm feeling good. We got one more episode, guys, before Genesis. And we don't know anything that's going to happen. However, Genesis is shaping up to be pretty interesting, especially with this new uh, title win. Yeah. Even though there's not a title match, so it's not like it really affects much, but it's uh, it's getting spicy.
3: Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I feel like with, with there only being literally three weeks between pay-per-views, they're not doing a bad job of promoting matches. So. Uh,
2: yeah, I agree with that. I think we're we're uh, we're on a pretty solid road to Genesis right now.
3: Yeah, and then who knows about
2: with uh, Christian? I know what he what a, it's so mysterious.
3: Yeah, that should be uh, pretty interesting to see if he does in fact sign. When will we know? There is only one way to find out, and that is to continue following us along. So, as Dallas has mentioned, we have one more episode of Impact. And then it's time for Genesis. So hopefully you guys will continue to follow along with us because, boy, we are here for the long haul. So until next week, for Dallas Gridley, I'm Bob Conner, Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast.